Oh, it's your favorite time of the week. All your work is done, and it's time to relax. So come, grab some friends, and let's get lit and join the rotation. You are now in the rotation with Suncoast Normal. We are your host, your Suncoast Normal Executive Board, and we say it's time to legalize it. And you know what Sunday is? It's time for church. And you know our church? It's the church of the massive spliff. And here we are at Suncoast Normal. <laughs> and our show, The Rotation. Let's jump into it. You know, we have that great logo where the hands are just kind of like crawling across the screen and the guy never quite reaches the joint, which really does piss me off. You like that? He, he like, reaches for it, but it, it always gets away from him. I've been like exploring new backdrops since you can't like literally like we're sitting right in front of the name of the show. But um, I was thinking of like, like getting rid of the hands and like just having the rotation just like above where Ryan's head is. Right well, now. I, I thought of an intro where the first thing you see is a lighter and then the end of a, of a pre-roll coming up to it, lighting it, and then pulling back, you know? I, you know, I like the hands. Passing it on first to Chris because he has to go first. How about we just film me smoking and we're good? There we go. <laughs> <laughs> right there. As long there as I get go. to smoke with you. Well, the problem is we're, we're here indoors right now, right? And, of course, the uh, indoor smoking yet. law, the uh, Clean Air Act of 1992, is it? Over here in Florida says you cannot smoke inside buildings. We're, we're in the, the law of Chillum. And if I decide that we smoke a joint, <laughs> we, we lock the doors, we smoke a joint, baby. This this goes from public to private real quick. And, real and quick. You don't Shut it down. A superior being, right? Uh, well, I, I believe in me. There you go. You, you say, I am the superior <laughs> being. Okay. I, I think the first thing we should discuss is who we are. That makes sense. Uh, my name is... That's a good idea. I'm the political director, Gary Mail Chimp Stein, the master of public health. To my far right is our deputy director, Carlos Mail Chimp Armida. Don't you fucking. <laughs> we'll, we'll get into this later. Son of a bitch. And, and, then, and then in the big box to our right there, we have our executive director coming to us from above the beltway where he hits him below the beltway. It is Chris. Mailchimp Kano. <laughs> Damn it, Gary. Enough with the Mailchimps. <laughs> and I'm sick of Mailchimp. I just want to get on my grind my, 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 my gears for a minute. Mailchimp uh, was our email service that we've used for many years uh, here at both Central Florida Normal and Suncoast Normal. And then, you know, recently, uh, due to their um, discrimination against cannabis and hemp in all its forms, uh, they shut down our account. So, Mailchimp, go fuck yourselves. Ten years of paying them. Yeah, Over I think ten that years. we need to have signs outside saying "I am Mailchimp." So, so you probably want to switch over to Amazon AWS. It'll be much easier to control. Do they allow? Do they allow CBD? Because literally, like, I was like, "Well, what's the one that you suggested, Kano?" Because like, 
I, I tried that one and they looked at, at, at what oh. I was trying to use it for. Like they, they were like, you got yeah, to I suggested constant contact and then, and then national normal uses the action network. So, you know, there's always yeah. that one if we need to switch over. But that seems more like just like an activism style type thing. Like it's, it's more like a, a, like a group style setting instead of like pushing things towards people. Yeah. I don't know. This, well, yeah, I mean, this is very boring it's bad for enough, the show and we've got it's, it's bad enough that we get kicked out of banks <laughs> now, we're, now, now we're getting kicked out of out of uh, treehouse software and the good people over at mailchimp i think it has got to stop we've got to have some kind of regulation which says you gotta stop cutting us out because we are the future there's no reason for limiting business period it's yeah, absolutely just, oh, and the, and yeah, being the fact that, that I mean, I if guess. you do use it oftentimes time elongates we are the future which may never happen because it's going to be a long ways away. But I got a big surprise for you. I got this. I brought this box with me. Very, very special box. I got something very, very special inside of it. I was going to bring my asp. But, he didn't bring me a but, joint. No, but the asp got out of the one. box. I, I had an asp in this box. Just kidding. It's gone. Anyways, in this is the is the answer to the question everybody's been wondering. Who gets the minority license? The one minority license offered to us by legislature <laughs> and the answer is right here i'm going to take it out right now and it is uh-oh nobody, nobody the... well here's the deal it has now been three months since all those applications were due where everybody rushed their butts off to get a thousand page applications into the ommu only to have them sit for three months, and they are at the stage right now where they are currently qualifying the applications. And now I, we know that the OMMU never actually wanted this job. I think that it should have always gone to either the Bureau of Business Regulation or the Department of Agriculture. Because yep. they said it's a damn good job working with the uh, with the hemp, which was something added to them. And to that effect, we have in the middle of us right now. The, the deputy, uh, the, the Democratic candidate for the Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services, currently being run by Nikki Fried, who's running for governor, he was leaving that space open to whoever wants it, and this guy wants it. This is this is Ryan Morales, and he, he's been a friend of the show for many years and an advocate in the cannabis. Uh, just a little little lowdown and stuff, man. So real quickly, I'm running to be the 13th Commissioner of Agriculture here in the state of Florida. I'm also running to be the first Latino and the first Native American Commissioner of Agriculture here in the state of Florida. To me, I feel like that's really important. We need to make sure that we set the free there. Um, you know, I've been a cannabis activist for the first of my life. Why? Uh, because in 2007, um, I suffered a lot of activists. I broke my back. I was paralyzed for a few months, and the doctor that was doing of the I am not He's like, you need call your buddy and get some marijuana. Three days later, I was back to walking normal. And, uh, you know, I made my way to Florida at that point, And here I am, here fighting for making sure that people have access to this amazing medicine that actually helps people. So, now I happen to know a little bit about that accident. Because everybody, we, we just, he was like, what, an 80 pound speaker that hit you on the head? Actually, it was a 200 pound speaker that just fell and I caught it and I knocked myself out. And because naturally, when a 200 pound speaker is falling, the first thing you think to yourself is, I think I'll catch it. You know what? It's just, 
it's the this the is the guy we want running the department of agriculture absolutely just, you know you, you you definitely want to make sure that you save things and that was my first instinct is oh my god this is falling catch it you got to save it and <laughs> you don't calculate how heavy these things are until it pulls you down and knocks you right out but here I am. Uh, you know, if you would have told me 10 years ago or even five years ago that I'd be here running for this position, I probably would have laughed at you. But, you know, I see that there is a huge hole here, especially in our politics, that, you know, we need people that actually care and that are not corrupt and not stuck into the system. That's just terrible. We need people that actually care, that want that to do the job. seems to be a theme in politics just in general. Like, it just seems like the grifters are going to grift and they figured out a way to grift and that's what they're doing. They're trying to hang on to that grift and basically they're, they're robbing the piggy bank directly from the source and they're making it look like they're doing all these other things. But no, they're robbing the piggy bank. I'm sorry. These contracts that they're handing out are just straight up crony. The, the money that's going in and out, that's just it, where is it going? Monitor all this stuff. It's just these people are putting it in their pockets and we need to stop this. So you got to stop electing a lot of these people that are just basically robbing the system. So yeah. let's focus on people that actually care. Our state can't handle any more of this. We <laughs> got to stop with this hate. I mean, we're in the middle of pride month. We should all be proud, happy, love life. Like this is where it's all about. Got my Peace, pride love, shirt. Unity. Got my know. pride shirt on guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we, we want to make sure that we keep people safe and like, the position of agricultural commissioner that's its main duty is keeping everybody safe and and making sure that we promote the agricultural community for me you know the hemp farmers the cannabis farmers those are important for the state of florida's future because that's going to be a huge revenue stream for the florida once we go full legal and that's what i'm looking forward to i'm looking forward to walking into a legal program that we can manage properly and make sure that we we do this right because gosh right now we're not doing anything right this whole medical program's a mess. I hate this rolling 35 day thing. This is just, it's probably the worst thing ever because I can't get what I want when I want all because of the stupid law that it limits me to having a certain amount per 35 days. So now they're, they're, they're willing to fight for a well-regulated militia, but an over-regulated cannabis program, I don't think I could get into, um, but they over-regulate, but they do that. <laughs> and, you know, I, I also got to admit, man, from from the hemp side of things, I mean, you're 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 sitting in my bread and butter here, Ryan. And uh, is that why the floor is so sticky? <laughs> I eat a lot of bread and a lot of butter was, right where you're I was sitting. Wondering. I thought it was um, me. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, this is so. So you're sitting in my business, and uh, you know, time, <laughs> times are good. <laughs> times are good right now. You know, business is good. Um, this is, uh, you know, we, we we're fortunate here, uh, to have seen a certain amount of success. Um, and I, I'm very happy with, uh, Nikki Freed as agriculture commissioner, but as we all know, she's running for governor, yep. um, DeSantis as awful. And I mean, we've got a little thing here. I'll just put it up for DeSantis <laughs> as, as awful as he is man um the thing is is he's raised a lot of money right yep um so it, it, it worst possible scenario here right i'm sitting here with a hemp store in ebor city and desantis is still our governor right and you don't get it to replace nikki that's like literally the the scariest situation because like what who who are you running up against what's his name oh my god wilton simpson who is completely anti-cannabis yeah he's he's as it's absolutely frightening it's absolutely frightening to be in this business and to be at that person's mercy yes. so i mean i mean i i honestly like like i i we have to get you a life 
No, we do. And it's sad because, you know, we're dealing with people who are focusing on only culture war issues and not mm -hmm. actually focusing on policy points and things that matter to people and matter to businesses here in Florida. I'm sorry to me. Tourism is super important for the state of Florida because it's what supplies our tax revenue. And with tourism, you know, cannabis industry is should be a big part of that industry, the hospitality industry, the you know, the, the all the things that we offer. But meanwhile, we're letting these Republicans continue to destroy these things by letting pollution happen by ignoring the science by ignoring the responsibility needed to run this place. So, um, you know, for me, I look forward to making sure that number one, I take care of the environment, we got to clean up this place. I'm mm -hmm. not looking forward for any more algae blooms. I'm not looking forward to killing off any more manatee dolphin or any of these endangered species that call florida home i, I love manatees. uh dude i love hanging out in the water do you not want to go out in the water in the yacht hang out with your girls do all your thing party do all these Show things with some manatees and you some can't dolphins. you can't do that if the water's green or red it's just nasty it kills everything or if the wind is blue green <laughs> was, yeah absolutely it was so beautiful for father's day we took yeah. my my dad on a like a cruise out in the, the bay area and there are dolphins and stuff yep. like that. that. That could all go away. That's, that's I mean, what you're saying. We want to make sure that we restore the natural beauty of Florida. The Everglades are going to be number one priority for me. We got to restore that. We got to yeah. save what's basically the heart of Florida or the heart of the country because without the Everglades, we're done. Our ecological system is screwed. But, you know, this all boils back down to hemp and cannabis. How do we make it an important part of Florida? Well, I know one of the biggest complaints I hear from people is basically, what do we do with it? You know, some people want to bring in some more um, companies to help produce uh, cannabis into other products and things like that. And, and we'd like to make sure that we do that. We want to bring in more of the biofuels, more of the people that are going to use these products into plastics, things like that, things that we need, things that are going to be important for us, because there's no reason why we shouldn't lead the charge in hemp and cannabis in the country. We are the only state that can grow basically all year round um, and be able to produce more crops than anybody else. So let's focus on making sure that we are the number one place in the country that that handles this because we should be number one and we should start cutting down on sugar and some of these other crops that are being sustained by the government just to sustain them. There's I mean, no reason for it. The reason that Lake O is like, oh my God, it looked bad. Yeah, well, that's the big one. And, and that's one of the first group of people that I'm coming after. And, and, and I'm not coming after them in a bad way. All I want to do with them is bring them to the table. Let's stop the burn. Let's focus on. And, and the funny thing is they actually are one of the better folks right now doing the improvements on fixing the water situation but because of 80 years of the damage they've done it's, it's going to require a lot of work but i actually have somebody come in and tell about i'm working with a group of people from the oceanic project over in the pacific side uh that have technology from tools, what? the uh, oceanic pacific uh, project yeah. basically they're cleaning up the ocean uh they're willing to come over here to lake o and lake uh, lake apopka and basically install their units get the water cleaned and it'll take them months not years so we're looking forward to actually bringing in this technology and doing these things to basically restore florida because nobody else is going to do it all these other guys are just basically trying to figure out how to pocket these things i'm trying to do things where it's not even going to cost taxpayers money it's actually going to be done because we need to get it done there's no other reason there's no other there should be no reason to stop these projects we need to get these done our water is sacred and you know if we continue to let big sugar do what they're doing the Everglades are going to be gone, and who are we going to blame? They're going to blame us for some reason? No, it's just big ag, big sugar, all these people just really screwing with us. But we got to take back our government in order to be able to do these things. We got to stop letting these people basically run our lives because they're running it into the ground. Uh, right now, the GOP here is basically a well-organized crime syndicate. 
they're just robbing <laughs> us and screwing us and we're here taking it and you know your businesses are online are basically on the line right now this election everybody's life is on the line women's reproductive rights gay rights brown brown black folk latinos well i don't care what you are if you're not a white man you're you're screwed and if you're not a property owner you're even more screwed so you know we got to stand up now when joe negron was the president of the senate which is when uh, sb 1030 uh first got passed which started this whole program here in florida uh he was he was in charge of the of the senate and yet that was the year that near the city of stewart where he lives had algae blooms that were a foot thick essentially uh, guacamole bays i mean it, it was absolutely insane i'm thinking to myself you're the president of the senate and you can't fix this I in love, your own hometown i love the spanish accent by the way <laughs> what did i did i say something uh, guacamole. Guacamole. <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry but gracias a Dios. So, somebody's hungry i think i don't know he heard guacamole i'm got so hungry yes they were a male chimp you, you, anyways <laughs> It's too early, right? But, <laughs> okay, so Wilton Simpson took over. <clears throat> oh gosh. For, for, for Joe Negron after after another president in between there. And has enriched himself and gotten richer and richer and richer. And we're like, hmm, I wonder how alpha twenty eight year grant salary. Hmm. Well, he's he's an agriculturalist. He he uh, basically bloomed the uh, the egg uh, so industry over in Pasco so County. His family is Eggland Farms, but he's basically the entrepreneur of the family who has an environmental cleanup company that gets government contracts to basically basically clean up his own chicken shit. So he's getting paid <laughs> by our government to clean up his mess that he makes agriculturally. But go figure, he gets twelve million dollars for that. So you're saying that if you smell chicken shit, Wilton Simpson's coming. Yeah. I did not say that. <laughs> No, no, we, we, I felt bad for him because he had, what, 100,000 chickens uh, get roasted in, on, on his farm this last year? They had a fire? I don't feel bad for Big Egg at all. Sorry. I mean, it, for, it, Especially how they squeeze the little guys, I don't feel bad for them. I, I just felt like, oh, look, it's I like... I feel bad for the, for the livestock. I feel bad for what's happened, but I, I don't, like, yeah, no, Big Egg, the way that they screw everybody else, no, I don't feel bad for them. Well, I feel like for him, it was like the, you know, the, 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 the uh, Emerald Triangle in California going up in flames because of all the, the smoke and all, and all those great cannabis farms that kind of like went up in, in flames of hero but at least you know chicken you're supposed to cook it like that yeah. <laughs> so you, just have, you have to go in there and, and and grab one don't even need a rotisserie you got to get the colonel's secret recipe in there that's what you need well ryan I'm, I'm happy you're running because wilton simpson's actually never had a challenge in his elected career uh he got elected uh essentially by you know having uh, uh his Republican primary opponent jumped to another race, and then his Democratic opponent at the time was just a college student who dropped out. So he's never actually had any actual challenges uh, on the ballot. So this would be nice to actually see him actually have to work for it. Yeah, and we are going to make him work for it because I know right now they're doubting us, and they're they're like, oh, whatever. They, Wilton gets to kick a tin can over. I'm like, screw you, dude. This is no tin can. We came here to win, and we know we have a good amount of people on our side. Yeah, I might be grassroots. I might be a small guy. I might not have the uh, quote-unquote brand name that he does because of the uh, Senate president position, but guess what? People are going to pay attention. They're going to pay attention to this election. They're going to see how corrupt he is, how bad he is for Florida. I mean, really, is that what you want? Uh, no, not not for me. Sorry, I'm uh, you know I'm a business guy. I look at things and I make sure that you know we 
we're doing things right. <laughs> and, you know, efficiency is going to be key for me, especially for this department, which is one of the biggest complaints we get. How, how, how is it that it takes you guys so long to do things? Well, you know, we're going to investigate. We're going to see what it's going to take to make things better and faster. And if there's a reason why it's slowed down, we're going to let you know. It's all about transparency. But, you know, we need to do things better. We need to do things right. And we just continue to take steps backwards with the GOP. There's no reason why we need to do this. I, I, I'm trying to take us into the future. We should be using technology to make us better. The blockchain, things like that should be part of our life at this point. You know, it's just it's so archaic the way we still run things when there's technology out there that does things so much easier and better. So let's focus on that. Well, these, Ryan, you, you, touched on, you, you touched on the corruption of your opponent, and I just want to point that out for people who may not know, you know, um, people who may not engage in Florida politics. Wilton Simpson is currently the president of the Florida Senate. So when it comes to getting anything done with cannabis, the Florida, the Florida Senate has, as time and time again, done jack shit. So he's failed us there. But more than that, um, investigations by the Orlando Sentinel showed that Florida Power and Light, uh, which has sought to hobble the solar power industry in this state, uh, was running ghost candidates that were intended to help Simpson win re-election by de uh, diluting Democratic votes. Um, he's also been endorsed by President Trump, the NRA, uh, the Florida uh, Police Benevolent Association, the Chamber of Commerce, Associated Industries of Florida. I mean, when you want to line up corrupt uh, in, uh, organizations and, and officials getting behind this guy, uh, there's a laundry list, including 59 Florida sheriffs who all, you know, all tend to be anti-cannabis. Yeah. It's not the pro-cannabis sheriffs getting behind this guy. In addition to the Attorney General of Florida and the current CFO, who we know are also, you know, uh, grab-astic pieces of shit. So. Yeah, well, and, and I'm happy that you said that because right now that's kind of what I'm facing in my primary. I'm facing two candidates who should not be running against me. They're basically being funded by the other side. So, you know, I want people to keep an eye on that. They're, the two candidates that are running against me are being actually run by the same political firm. So, you know, something's fishy up there because no political firm would ever take two candidates in the same race. Wouldn't have to be, be Gunster, would it? No. Gunster is, is, is Joe Negron's. No, it's a... It's uh, some kid, Adam Christensen, who's completely gone off the deep end and is basically gunning for me and, and getting paid by the other side to come try to take me out. So that's what we're dealing with. So if you want to actually take take notice and realize, like, the only real Democrat in this race is actually me. I'm the only one that's pro-cannabis. I'm the only one that actually gives a shit about the environment and <laughs> doing anything of the job requirements because I actually know what the job entails. If you ask any of my opponents, what does the job do? They have no clue. They keep talking about other things that I'm like, uh, number one, you can't tax anybody as a commissioner. Um, I'm like, and I don't know how much work you think you're going to be doing in tally. Your work needs to be out on the field. So, yeah, no, it's just we, we got to do the right thing. We got to find people that actually understand what the job entails is not deeply entrenched into these politics and is going to go out there and really just do the right thing. I, I always relate on uh, rely on Ballotopia for keeping on top of, top of things. What I'm fiddling with here is the uh, the ballot for this next year because quali the qualifying week ended last week, right? I think you got yours in about one day early. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We had planned actually to be up there on Thursday the, before the qualifying closing because you know we were still touring the whole state uh, that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We were out in South Florida making our last stops over there and then made our way up to Tallahassee for that Thursday. Now you're yeah you're running for the uh, in the primary is it August twenty third is that yes sir August twenty okay. third and uh, early voting starts I believe August thirteenth and some places maybe even earlier. Well, so and, and you're running against Naomi uh, Blemur 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 a J R Galliot like Blemange and uh, Jacques René Gaillot. 
uh-huh. junior. So I, it sounds like it's a Haitian gentleman. They're both Haitian. They're both and Haitian. They're both being run by the same political firm. So go figure. No, no, actually, I've seen that before. I, I've seen I've seen Haitian uh, uh, citizens that have been brought in strictly to be there as well, a name on the ballot. Funny enough, she's actually a city commissioner in North Miami, so she's just really trying to get her name out. This guy is the one that's more of the the issue and he's the one that we got to keep an eye out for so, so. I'll make certain his address is not a post office box because i've seen that happen too not that you know corruption ever happens in florida i mean and, and, and i mean it, look people will go where the money is at times and if that's what it is for them then by all means but i'm here to win this i'm here to actually do the job i'm not here to fuck around with anybody's life i'm not here to play politics it's this is important man this is people's lives on the line i'm not here to mess around i see even uh, welton simpson's actually got a uh yeah, he's got a, a crazy, primary candidate. He's got a crazy QAnon farmer that's coming after him, James Shaw. It is quite interesting. I've heard the man talk. It, it, it's scary actually to hear him talk because if that gets through, I'm like, ooh, that's oh my god, I can, I can see the connection there because as as the senior counsel over at uh, the Department of Agriculture, Steve Hall once told me, the, the Department of Agriculture is in charge of everything in the food chain, right? Yep. So if that's the case, then this guy will probably be regulating babies. Oh, gosh, he wants to regulate babies and loosen up the guns and do a bunch of other things that are just anything that Trump wanted. But only for, Trump only for Democrats, because we're the only ones who eat babies, from what I understand. Yeah, white babies, white babies. You got to remember that. Exactly right. <laughs> and, that, and, and the ones we, we, we grind up and make them into Jewish space lasers. <laughs> would, wouldn't that become a Democrat thing? I always thought that uh, was my an atheist favorite one. thing. I thought it was atheists that eat babies. <laughs> well, there you have it. <laughs> the, the atheist has officially uh, broken oh the Carlos, you, you haven't been following along with the QAnon and the Pizzagate conspiracies, you know? I'm just upset that you guys took eating babies away from us. Well, is this, by the, <laughs> we actually have candidates this year who are at the Capitol on January 6th. Yes, we do. We have a few of them, and I'm going to guess that Wilton funded some of them, too. <laughs> I, I wouldn't doubt that. The ones who weren't funded by Publix. Yeah, basically, no. Miss. <laughs> look, look, Florida needs to stop being the issue here. We need to stop being that uh, the heel of the jokes here in Florida, or just in the whole country in the world, because seriously, people look around the world look at us, and they're like, oh, it's Florida again. It's like, oh, okay, we need to do something about that, please. Well, I don't mean to get too heavily in, into national issues, but uh, first off, Chris, any, any new movement, I know that they were going to block the... Uh, <clears throat> the amendment that was going to save uh, state programs over there, and it, was, and it was taken out of a bill. The yeah, for the Department of uh, with Justice. Yeah, uh, so you know th- that's you know something that's a, a new development in that uh, typically in Department of Justice funding every single year we've seen uh, a writer in there to uh, you know prevent using funds to attack legal state cannabis programs. Also, um, the Safe Banking Act was admitted from the American Competes Act. Uh, the House put it in there in February, and the Senate uh, has scaled it back. Um, and and it, it just it remains a problem uh, that you know. As long as we can't have uh, safe banking, legal banking in the cannabis industry, it really will remain on the fringes, and that's a that's a problem. I mean, it it seems like the powers that be uh, do not want to legitimize the cannabis industry, although it operates in in you know uh, two thirds or almost three fifths of all the states now. So it's crazy. There's a big word in, in politics here in Florida, and that's called preemption, which basically tells the people over in Tallahassee that they can override any local municipal ordinance things of that sort 
and it comes and goes with their whims as to whether or not they give preemption or take it away, that kind of situation. And the Supreme Court actually had two decisions which were diametrically opposed to each other as far as preemption is concerned. Now, that, that, that first decision this last week in regards to guns basically said that states cannot make laws that, that would override the, the, uh, the federal gun laws and things of that sort. So therefore, they can't actually in, in, encourage uh, stronger gun laws than we have nationally. And then, of course, uh, in the Roe v. Wade situation, they said, nope, you know something? The states are the ones that have to do the laws. Yeah, it's, it's so hypocritical with the way that they're working at it. And it's so interesting because, like, the gun thing, they were bringing it back to 1776, basically, on how, how things worked back then. And I'm just like, but how did things work back then? There were muskets. They weren't AR-15s or anything like that. So, yeah, real interesting. Well, yeah. more than that, uh, Gary, the Supreme Court has also uh, uh, punted and, and, and really screwed the pooch on um, weighing in on whether medical cannabis costs can be reimbursed by employers. So currently five states, Connecticut, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New Mexico, and New York, explicitly yep. allow employees to have their medical cannabis expenses reimbursed uh, by work comp insurance. And, and there are seven states that expressly prohibit work comp from reimbursing. In particular, Maine, Massachusetts, Minnesota, North Dakota, Ohio, Washington, and good old Florida. Good so, old. that being said, the Supreme Court really had an opportunity here to step in and 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 you know legitimize the fact that this medicine should be paid uh, by workers' comp. More than that, you know, uh, in New York, they're working to make sure that your insurance company can pay for it. And I think if we're going to treat this and it's going to be legalized and treated like legitimate medicine, why can't you get your insurance company to pay for your low-cost treatment? And that's it, one of the first things I talk about all the time. It should be. It, I mean, it's considered medicine, right? So it should not be off the schedule of any of the other medicines. We should actually be covered by insurance. And that should be the advantage of a person with a medical card, being able to go into a dispensary and actually have their medicine paid by their medical insurance that should be the way that we keep the medical program alive here once we go legal recreationally to me that would be ideal now we we in florida have kind of bizarre lists of scopes of duties in regards to our executive staff is concerned you have the uh, the cfo uh, who is actually in charge of also he's never one more he's the fire marshal for the state if that makes any sense whatsoever i mean if, I, if, if my house was on fire i wouldn't i wouldn't I'm say we need to call alex sake to get this thing taken care of it doesn't make any sense to me because she hurt but i'll call adam hattersley he's good she's a banker but we got adam coming up who's a submarine guy he's who can put out any fire nuclear scientist i'm good with him he could definitely put out fires <laughs> but the, the cfo is also in charge of insurance too and uh, so, therefore, I think that that would be something we'd really have to take up with Adam when he gets on the show. Hattersley, you need to come on. Brian, make him go. <laughs> that, that's, that's the way it works. Because we, we need to talk to him, too. We need to talk to everybody who's running for, <clears throat> for office. Yeah, that we got to get Aramis in here. Aramis Ayala, she's really good, too. I like her a lot. That's what um, Kano's been working on that one. Oh, Kano, you need help? I'll let you know. Just I'll, I'll hook him. I'll, I'll contact them all for you <laughs> appreciate that appreciate well, we that. definitely need to get them on here because you know and she's one of those people that she definitely needs more education on the matter um you know she's come to me asked me for some advice and questions on on cannabis and how she should handle it and things like that and i've said look at the end of the day you just got to look at it like this it should not be illegal you should not be getting in trouble for carrying a plant and really unless the person is committing a physical crime with a gun or something like that there should be no reason why you should be arresting people who get caught with with weed, I mean, I'll, I'll never forget watching on um, Instagram um, 
in, I believe it was 2019 or 2020, Aramis gets pulled over and profiled uh, by some cops. And I mean, I, you know, if anybody should be our attorney general, I would back her because she knows exactly how corrupt our law enforcement is and exactly what needs to be changed. She knows how it feels to be targeted and to be, you know, a minority in several ways because, yeah, like you've seen in that video, she was targeted and they didn't even care that she was who she was and they didn't believe her. Yeah, she's the state attorney for crying out loud. Like, she's the prosecutor getting pulled over by the cops. Like, she didn't really do anything wrong either because the video even shows she committed no crime or nothing. He just profiled her. No, they just ran her tag and pulled her over. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm starting to see what what I'm hoping is a seismic shift in Tallahassee in regards to the the, the roots of power over there with Nikki getting in there to be the first statewide candidate in the, uh, who's a Democrat. Uh, up there taking care of things, and it just so happens she ends up being there when the hemp, uh, the whole hemp thing gets started. And those guys have done an absolutely fantastic job in just three and a half years. The the, the program has uh, increased exponentially. Of course, it's still a lot no more- budget. By the way, let's be clear about that. The Florida legislature gave Nikki zero dollars to run the hemp program. They literally had to cannibalize and scrounge up other parts of other programs in order to actually uh, fund the hemp program. So Wilton Simpson uh, as the Senate president and, and the Speaker of the House have done jack shit to help us regulate a booming, thriving industry in the state of Florida. So wow. when Republicans say they're pro-business, they're full of shit. Exactly. They are full of shit. But guess what? Mr. Simpson has actually signed off a new $300 million budget for the next commissioner to walk in. So we need to make sure that I win so that way I could walk in and actually properly fund this hemp. Wow! Ryan, run that back again. Let me let me get this straight. This piece of shit will not fund the hemp program now, but thinks he's going to walk in $300 million into yes, his future he office. Just, he, bro, we wow. were all excited because we thought Nikki was about to get this budget to work on it, and no, there was that stipulation that it could not be used until after the new commissioners put it to the office. Oh, oh, that's kind of like when uh, our, so, our, our governor, yeah. uh, <clears throat> Rhonda Satan, <clears throat> I said, we're, we're, we're going to drop the gasoline tax and make it easier on you guys, but we're going to wait about five, six months to Until see the yeah, price of oil comes down. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, nobody's talking about the fact that prices have come down. So please, Absolutely. thank you, Biden, for at least working and doing what you got to do. But oh no, I have more. to believe that Trump was was responsible. Well, you know, we were just talking about our, our our CFO and being in charge of insurance in Florida. One of the interesting things about insurance is that we've seen a reduction um, in 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 individual policyholders' uh, costs in legal states. And, and, you know, the fact is that medical cannabis legalization has reduced auto insurance premiums by $1.5 billion in all the states that have currently legalized. So, you know, Florida, in a state that has such ridiculous car insurance rates, such ridiculous problems with insurance, we need to get on board. We need to legalize adult use. We need a CFO who's willing to pay attention to this. We need an ad commissioner like Ryan Morales who's going to step up and pay attention to this. We need a, a, an attorney general like Aramis Ayala who's going to step in and, and handle corruption and law enforcement. And, I mean, you know, we can really change the face of this state if folks just come out and vote out the Florida GOP. Now, I know folks have issues with Democrats nationally. All of us have issues with Uncle Joe. I don't like Uncle Joe very much, all right? Yeah. I mean, look, nobody <laughs> nobody really wants, like, uh, I originally was a Bernie guy because, you know, I thought he would be the better change, but, you know, most people thought that he was a little bit too much to the left, and fine, I'll agree with that. We needed somebody a little bit more business-minded, a little bit more centrist, fine, I get it. You brought Joe Biden in, cool. But he's still not doing what we need him to do and what he promised us to do. Get rid of the school debt. 
let's cut off the filibuster. Let's get the Supreme Court back to where it needs to be balanced because right now it's completely skewed the wrong effing way. I well, mean, the, the, the it, fact it, that 25% of the country now, it's only 25% of the country that believes the, the Supreme Court is actually good. It used to be 64%. So that's a huge chunk of distrust. Well, let's talk about a scientific analogy here. When we've got a program which is all the way over to the, to the far right, let's call it very, very acid, okay? And then we have a whole bunch of folks who are liberal who are far to the, to the left. You, you need somebody who's a lot more basic to be able to even it off and bring it to the middle. You, you bring a moderate in and things will stay acid, essentially. That is, that is the way it works. We don't have a buffer in here. What we have is just a, a, a far right system that's not going towards center. Putting somebody in who is a centrist is Joe Biden, who, by the way, is still anti-cannabis. Sorry, but it's true, guys. It's all, all I can say. But you know what? He, he's talk, he is talking about getting rid of it and and the and descheduling the whole thing because we need it right now and and i know as democratic candidates we have actually spoken up and told washington you guys need to legalize it now because we need it for november if you give us this for november we will win november if you do not give us this we're going to have a tough battle i have to, to legalize it now i've said it i've said it all spring and all summer if democrats do not cancel student loans and legalize weed they're going to get their asses handed to them and you know here's the sad part federal law enforcement agents and their partners have seized over five and a half million cultivated marijuana plants. They've made more than 6,600 marijuana-related arrests in 2021, all right? Um, under Biden, that's a 20% increase in marijuana-related arrests. I mean, and the highest that we've seen since 2011. So, and, and most of those arrests are actually coming out of uh, California and Oklahoma, which are legal states. So it, it is beyond me to see that, that, the, that the Biden administration and their DEA still continues to waste our tax dollars uh, trying to interdict and, 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 and get rid of these crops. And I mean, okay. you, you see so much criticism around the way California handles things. And it's, it's because they're getting eradication programs program funding, something that Florida used to get um, under its previous agricultural commissioner. Well, and let's, let's, let's be sure, in regards to the hemp program is concerned, as, as the next step, I think, and we should have already been taken, is to build the infrastructure for all those farmers who are, who are growing hemp right now. I mean, at this point in time, if you take all the, all the, uh, the cannabis that's been uh, confiscated, and they don't know where to put it. And a lot of times the cops pick it up and take it home, that kind of situation. Yeah, I do. think we said that should all go into a giant bat and make biodiesel. I think for one thing, my car would be very happy, though it, it probably so, would think it's taking forever to get anywhere. So I love the fact that you talk about biofuels. I love biofuels. So one of the Absolutely. things I always talk about is basically with the sugar people, with corn, with basically any sort of bio waste, including the forest waste. Let's all turn into biofuel. Let's make Florida fuel. That should be a thing. We should be making our own fuel. And if we could fuel the cruise and airline industry here in Florida with a biofuel, which they're already equipped for, we would cut their carbon footprint down by 75%. I think that's a win-win for everybody. There's no reason why we should not be doing this. Now, for those of you who aren't familiar with the process of making sugar, after they take the sugar out of the canes, they have what is left a fibrous mass called bagasse. Oh, no, it's even before that, butter. So they burn the leaves outside of it, and that's what I want them to stop burning. That's the stuff that we're going to convert into biofuel. That mass, that other biomass, eh, we can bring that over too, but that's not the one that we're really worried about. We're worried about the one that's But the sugar plants six. right now are using it to power their own plants. Yes, they are. They have their own bio plant there, which is hilarious because I'm like, so you guys have this here, but you're refusing to do the right thing. And it'll only cost them about a, what was it, a... 
the part for the um, for the harvester machine, I believe it only goes for 180 bucks. It's just a change of a little tool. You change that tool, and you can do what we need to do, and actually make this place a better place to live for everybody. So what you're saying is that the sugar company can make their own power. But we're not allowed to have solar properly. Oh, go figure. And they're the ones that actually screw you on, on a lot of that and stuff, And Disney too. can't have their uh, their own government to, to run it, so we don't have to have it paid by tax dollars. But that's that's beyond the fray. Yeah, that's another well, issue on spe- it. Speaking of making places a better place to live, uh, the Washington, D.C. City Council voted unanimously uh, on the Cannabis Employment Protection Act of 2022. And now it's just waiting the the mayor's signature and congressional approval. But the fact is, is that the act will prohibit, um, it, with certain exceptions, refusing to hire or terminating from employment, suspending, failing to promote, demoting, penalizing any individual uh, to their use of cannabis their status as a medical cannabis program patient or having the presence of cannabinoid metabolites in their bodily fluids. Wow. Purity of bodily fluids, huh? (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, and then what we're seeing too is, uh, you know, some states are getting it right. Uh, Colorado and Illinois uh, governors recently uh, signed legislation that will further facilitate the expungement of uh, past cannabis convictions, something that something that you know president biden said that that he would do and, and is, is still failed to do but all in all you know when we're still arguing about it you know cannabis is still considered schedule one at the federal level meaning it has no medical value uh you know in congress's eyes but what you know we've seen is that uh in the journal of cannabis research half of, of medical cannabis patients report substituting uh marijuana for other substances particularly opioids and alcohol yep. and then you know you know, and, and then we're seeing that uh, most recently in the scientific journal Curious, cannabis consumers are less likely to be diagnosed with liver cancer. You know, uh, and then a peep in the in the Frontiers of Neurology Journal, cannabis is providing benefits for people who suffer from migraines, including reducing their the, uh, vomiting, pain, and nausea uh, uh, caused by serious migraines. So, you know, they still have a Schedule One status with no medical value. When even going all the way back to the LaGuardia Report in the 40s, there was medical value. Going back to the Schaefer Commission in the 70s, there's medical value. And then today, time and time again, we see the medical value, and to still see the United States Senate sitting on its ass and there's you know two big big issues holding that up and that's our beautiful senators from florida as long as marco rubio and rick scott continue to represent us in the senate we're not going to get jack shit as far as movement we got to get rid of marco rubio this election and then we got to get rid of rick scott the following one um, i saw that one park uh, uh, um uh, park uh, parkland kid just take rubio down this yeah, last David. week at, at, at one of the rallies where he was saying, no, I believe in uh, in red flag laws and I believe in this air thing. And yet he was totally against the uh, the gun law that came through, even even as watered down as it was. But that brings me up to the next topic, because this is one of those things that I don't know why it's part of the Department of Agriculture, but it's the Department of Agriculture and, and Consumer Services. Yeah, and so therefore, your depart- the, the department you're running for right now would be in charge of, of permits for for guns now well it's more than just permits for guns it's basically all the licensing in the state so you know all the business licenses mortgage licenses all these different licensing so basically what i'm in charge of is all running background checks 
And one of the things that I talk about the background checks is we should be, and look, I'm a responsible gun owner. I believe in responsible gun ownership, but I do believe in a universal background check system. I believe that this all 50 something states should be all tied in with everything. And there should be everybody, including Canada, including Mexico. We should all have some sort of system that communicates with each other and know who these criminals are. So then that way, when they do try to purchase a gun, we could be like, look, you can't buy a gun because you've already gotten in trouble over here. That would help. You know, I believe the fact that we should include social media as part of the background checks. And I also believe that, you know, we should do next of kin or spousal approval when it comes to background checks. But I'm the commissioner, so I'm not, I can't legislate. I can't make those rules. I just got to follow the rules. I got to do my job and I will be doing my job and continuing. Now, the Uvalde uh, tragic incident with the shooting basically saved Florida from having that permitless carry uh, law passed because they were in session when that happened and they were trying to do that. That was one of their main issues that they were going to pass. So sadly, but thankfully, that happened that stopped them from pushing that permitless carry that would have removed that department completely out of my control and we would have basically the wawa west in florida with people just carrying guns and shooting themselves around all the all the time which stand your ground law would just become even worse and uh i4 would definitely be not the type of place where you want to drive because i swear i see more people get shot on i4 than anywhere else well you know We we uh, always wanted to have a situation where they took that box off the name uh, concealed carry uh, permit so that if you are, were a medical patient or you're using cannabis as, as medicine or anything else, that you wouldn't be able to have a concealed carry weapon. Uh, but, but now they're saying, well, you won't have to worry about that anyway, because now everybody will be able to carry it anywhere they want to. Yeah, put an AR-15 in your front pocket. See how that fits. But that's besides the point. The thing is, we have a situation where a lot of people were asking for, for more leniency in regards to concealed carry, but I think that this particular law is overshooting the hole. I mean, you're, you're, going, for the, you're going for the hole in the putt, and you just put it into the next sand trap. You kind of overshot. Yeah. Look, more needs to be done, and it just – with the Republicans in power, we're not going to get more done, period. And it just sucks because they're just going to continue to push back. And I'm going to call it out. It's the Federalist Society agenda. We need to stop those people. They're the ones that are causing all these problems. They're the ones that are setting up lawyers and judges and planting them all across the United States so they can bend the will of the law to fit their agenda. We're not We're not interested in that. We're interested in actually just doing the right thing for the state of Florida, not trying to circumvent law to bend it so it does whatever I wanted to do and get the money from these people that want to donate to me because of that cause. Look, this this is stupid. We're all American. We're supposed to act like Americans. And part of America was supposed to be basically a melting pot, a melting pot of ideas, a melting pot of uh, religion, a melting pot of people. We need to work with that, you know, and that's one of the things that I do say thank you for, you know, my parents raising me up in, in New York at the time as a child because we grew up around a lot of different people. And I, I to me seeing all these different colors these different uh, cultures different things was nothing of shock and awe to me it was oh hey look this is so and so or this is that person or you know and we enjoyed the food we enjoyed the culture Um, and that's what we should do we should be able to come together and unite and not be this nasty others versus them thing that the republicans have done now Uh, i'm tired of this war we're supposed to act like americans and really work together to a better future we're not doing that right now so how can we get to the better future and it's going to take all of us to get together and vote these people out they're just basically 
corrupting the system and we need to put laws in place to stop the corruption going further you know overturning you know the, the citizens united thing is going to be key we got to get we got to get more people who care and we got to get people out they're just criminals, criminals. Now, we have in tallahassee a department of regulated businesses <clears throat> and in many states that is the organization that basically regulates the cannabis program which makes perfect sense to me in the fact that it has it in an isolated fashion we gave it to ommu who really never wanted it in the first place. And they've exhibited that expression over and over and over to us. And parts that could be, it could be going to the Department of Agriculture was, are, are not being handled because it, it belongs to OMMU. Part of the problem is that the, the scope of duties is scattered over, the, over several uh, departments as opposed to being consolidated. And it makes it much, business, much difficult if you're not working together. Correct, business 101, there's no communication or connection between the departments, so they just completely fail. Uh, we got to figure out a way to bring them together and actually work better. So that's part of the, my efficiency search that I plan on doing, basically running a scan on the whole place and seeing how we make this thing better and how to make it efficient. And just for anybody wonders, because if you ever look at some of my Facebook feed, I have a, a team of trolls that are constantly going after me on a day-to-day -day basis. It keeps me on my toes, and they're very entertaining to read because – they say some really crazy shit. <laughs> like this one guy was, was saying that this, says, we have to have guns to, to fight tyranny. I said, you mean from the guys who just gave you the right to have a, a permitless carry? Yeah. Those are the guys you want to fight? That's Because they're the ones in charge right now. Are they the tyranny? And they're the ones with the bigger weapons, too. So <laughs> remind me again how we're going to take out tanks and big things. I mean, look, I know Ukraine's been doing an awesome job, but they're still getting weapons from us. So it's not like you're going to be out here in the streets being able to take out tanks and stuff and air, you know, airplanes and things like that. That's just not going to happen. Well, the, the Supreme but, Court opinion did say that we're supposed to be able to carry for what, general protection. Which is fine, you you know, but AR-15 for general protection, I don't think is really the most, um, how do I say? But what if somebody puts it hot dog? It's not efficient. No, I mean, to me, a handgun makes sense. And the funny thing is, I see, look, we talk about the future, and I talk about the future all the time, but, like, weapons have not gone into the future. They're still in the back. Like, I mean, why are we, why don't we have bio weapons, weapons that can actually know who you are and fire only because it's in your hand? Why can't we do things that really are just not lethal? We should have weapons that are, you know, I, I know stun guns and stuff like that is one method, but we should be going further into these things. Like, hello, like, I mean, look, we, 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 we try to duplicate things that we learn from TV shows like Star Trek or Star Wars and all that stuff. And we start trying to make these things now possible so why can't we go towards that direction let's figure things out differently why does a gun always have to be the solution to a fight like that uh but you know welcome to this world that's, right it's america that's why i'm a kung fu master i mean that's the whole thing like me and you grew up in that era where kung fu was the bomb dude i mean look we grew up with chuck norris with bruce lee with like even ben john claude van damme yeah, dude i mean that yeah. was the shit we all wanted to be those guys we wanted to kick booty and nobody wanted to shoot each other up even, even you'd, go, you'd go out to a fight everybody would be in a little pose for, <laughs> you know? for some reason jim belushi in the substitute is coming up for some reason i don't know i think he used guns though uh, or no he used a baseball bat <laughs> no jim belushi was I think it was the principal. Yeah. Substitute. The substitute yeah. was oh, a yeah. uh, wrong guy. It was a uh, Tom Berenger was the substitute. Yeah, yeah. The substitute still was a good movie though. Oh yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
So with Mark, with Mark Antony as a as a dr- uh, high school drug lord, you know, 26, oh, 26, yes. 26 years old, still in high school. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm more of a Pineapple Express guy myself, you know. So look, I Different actually I actually know what Mark Antony looked like when he was 16, 17. He grew up in my area, so we definitely know what he looked like. He, he grew into himself. So please give him a lot of credit for that. So so it's settled. Instead of uh, getting a gun permit, you learn kung fu and get a baseball bat. But seriously, no. Look, when we were growing up, that was the way to resolve matters. You, you, you fought. You, you went into a fight. And nowadays, it's like, oh no, there's guns already being drawn out. And it's like, come on, dude. That's not how you get. That's not how you resolve problems. This is not the way to be. Yeah, you know, like I, I saw this video on on social media of like this these like young kids, young kids in like a gym at a basketball game, and they're just like everybody's strapped like everybody's like walking up to the camera and opening up their backpack and there's a gun in their backpack you know what i mean like it, it it's it, it's scary out there man it, it really is and i don't know what the answers are but look you know, my, the fact that my kids lives are in happen. danger is bad dude the, the yeah. fact that we can't go to the mall we can't go to the movies we can't go anywhere basically and feel safe anymore you, you know like i i like i i i'm pretty pro like personally i don't own a gun all right but i am pretty pro gun i i hear stories of like like the i you know the the stories of the black panthers is probably like the biggest reason why we should have access to guns because this government will try to fuck you up okay i have i have a solution to theater violence but but well you know like i i don't know what the answer is i'm not saying that infused popcorn vote them out (laughs) vote them out that's the solution you You vote every single one of these people out who don't understand and don't believe in protecting human rights they're too busy trying to figure out how to pad their pockets and that needs to stop if you cut off this if you cut off the main line citizens united and basically change the way that election laws limit the way that you get your donations and how these people would make their money we would see a whole different world i mean on top of the fact that these people are making six figures as it is from tax dollars to be there plus they get their 401ks they get transportation housing they get everything covered basically so why are we not controlling more of what the hell they're doing versus letting others which is basically a corporate oligarchy that's controlling everything do this to us we're, we're, we gotta stop and just really we gotta smell the coffee and wake up yeah. and be like dude this is not right we need to stop these people <clears throat> no i agree there's one topic i do want to get to because i know that the time is, is kind of waning away here yeah, but th- th- this is this is one that, that it would directly impact uh, carlos and though he hasn't made, brought it up yet but i do well n- nothing yet <laughs> Yeah, I hope he won't won't punch anybody out later on. I hear you get awfully angry if you don't get uh, get your pre roll by by twelve. Yeah, I, I'm up for a dab pretty soon. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. But one of the things that the, the Department of Agriculture is talking about the safety of the food chain. Yes, absolutely. And it, 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 when cannabis is involved in the food chain, as far as especially CBD products are concerned, we have to make certain that they are pure and potent and properly potent, as it says in the, in the advertising, and safe. Uh-huh. And uh, what can, could you? What ideas do you have in in mind in regards to those issues? And how would you handle the influx of these current new cannabinoids that come from hemp, like Delta Eight, Delta Nine, Delta Ten? What is your opinion on that? See, now Carlos is listening. So, <laughs> look, Delta Eight, I know is there's a process to it. So I've had my issues with it, and I know it looks like something was just just done recently, right, with the banning of the THCO and THCO and HHC. 
So my concerns are now gone. That actually was my concern before because I was concerned about those additional items being added in and, and making things a little weird. So, um, look, we should be legal. There should be no reason why this should be illegal. So that way there's nobody trying to find loopholes to try to get high. There's, there's, that's just where the problem starts. When you when you make things illegal, people try to find loopholes to do other things to get to the same result. So just legalize the damn thing. Please stop with the bullshit. Stop with the nonsense. Let's focus on just selling some good weed and make sure that it's actually healthy for you and it's not going to make you sick. It's got no mold in it. That's all I want to know. I don't want to know anything else other than the fact that we got to all do the right thing, keep people safe, and keep people happy. This is a product that people will spend money on gladly because they want it. Um, you know, a lot of people need it because they feel better. It makes them a better person. So let's focus on all that. So when it comes to regulating and all these things, like I said, just, just legalize the whole damn thing so we don't have to worry about Oh, no. Well, it looks like we've lost the uh, internet feed uh, from the studio at Chillum. Um, so, look, team, I just want to say to everybody listening there, um, get out there and vote this upcoming midterm. we got a lot going on here uh, in the state of Florida. we got some great grassroots candidates like Ryan Morales running for Commissioner of Agriculture. Uh, we touched on some of the other grassroots candidates running for uh, CFO and also for Attorney General. Uh, as you know, there's a... Uh, a primary between Nikki Fried and Charlie Chris that determine who's going to take on Ron DeSantis in the general election. Uh, but just understanding that uh, there is an opportunity here in Florida to make this a more cannabis friendly state, a more patient uh, friendly state. And you have the opportunity as the voters to get out there, you know, in the grand scheme of things, understanding that the last election, uh, which put Ron DeSantis into office was decided by uh, 0.4% of, a, of the vote. So, um, what's that mean? Well, that means go out there, find a friend who's not registered to vote, get them registered to vote, take them to the polls with you. If you can do that, if you can find five friends who are not registered to vote in your life and you take them to the polls with you, you can make such a significant difference in this upcoming election. And so for us here uh, at Suncoast Normal and the rotation, uh, we appreciate all of you listeners, everybody tuning in. As always, uh, become a member of the movement. Join suncoastnormal.org. Uh, uh, become a member of our organization. You know, I don't take a check to do this as executive director. Carlos, Gary, none of our directors get paid to do this. We're all volunteers and we're all stepping up here to do big for you all, the people, for our members. So become a member today. It's $25. Uh, you get our, your membership pin. You get a membership card, which also entitles you to a 25% discount at Chillum uh, there at our headquarters. And so we want to continue to do what we can uh, to spread the word and spread the message. And so also go back and check out some of our previous episodes so you can hear some, from some of these great candidates, uh, elected officials. We've had state representatives, members of Congress from both parties. Uh, we've had you know every person who's running for governor of Florida uh, who wants to take on Ron DeSantis on our show and all have expressed uh, the need for and desire for legalization, uh, for home growth, and for making a better patient-centric system in this state. So as I can say is that we have some great alternatives to the people who are currently in office. All we need to do is get out there and vote. So these primaries are coming up August 23rd. Uh, so make sure that you get out there and vote because Florida is a closed primary state. So if you want to vote for your preferred candidates to take on uh, the existing incumbents across the aisle, you may want to switch your uh, uh, party to Democrats so that that way you can actually vote. 
if you want to vote uh, in, in trying to unseat uh, some of the incumbent Republicans with better candidates on that side, feel free to vote as a Republican and register there. But understand that in Florida, you do have to be part of a political party to actually get out there and turn out and vote in a party's primary. And with those coming up in August, uh, we're coming up on the voter registration deadlines uh, for those, which is about 30 days out. So we have another month, essentially, to get folks out, get them registered to vote, and vote in these upcoming primaries. And then for the November elections, we need folks to turn out big. Uh, again, if you want to see cannabis legalized in the state of Florida, we have to remove the objects and the roadblocks, which are, frankly, members of the Florida uh, Republican Party. Uh, we have tried time and time again to engage in the legislative process to do things the right way. And what we've seen is that as long as the Florida Senate, the Florida House, and the governor's mansion, as well as the executive branch, are controlled by Republicans, of Florida, they're going to be more beholden to the Florida Chamber of Commerce, Associated Industries, and uh, the existing uh, folks who, you know, enjoy the strife and who are profiting from the strife and division in our political uh, world, rather than actually benefiting for all Floridians. And so, again, get out there, get registered to vote, make it happen, get engaged, become a member of Suncoast Normal, um, join us. As I said before, it's not always about politics, it's about fellowship, it's about friendship, it's about uh, networking with people who are like-minded. Minded, but we need you to become members. Again, you can tune in to Rotation each and every Sunday, uh, 10.45 a.m. We appreciate y'all, and we will catch you next week in the Rotation. Peace and love. Let's end the show. Well, here there's us. Uh, Bill uh, says uh, that we're live. I uh, think he's there. We go. Like, we're back on. Hi guys. We're back. Okay. So, anyways, I tell her it's to take the knife out of my back, but she doesn't. Oh, are we on? Okay, I'm sorry. We'll, we'll, we'll get yeah, I, I already closed out the show, y'all. So let's just wrap it up. I already, I already did the do the announcements and everything. So, right, just, so, so well, you had to fill in that time somehow. <laughs> yeah. Sorry yeah. about that, everybody. We, real, real quick, then, Ryan. Like, take just. I, I blame second. the dog, but he's not here. She's not here. So real quick, once again, my name is Ryan Morales. I'm running to be the 13th Commissioner of Agriculture here in the state of Florida. I could use your support. I need some volunteers. I need some donations. If you could please visit my website, moralesforflorida.com. Uh, sign up, donate, please. We need to take care of these people. We need to take these people out. We need to protect Florida, and we need to protect the hemp and cannabis program here in the state of Florida. So I thank you very much. And boycott Florida eggs until we until we get to the next agriculture commissioner. Have Wilton Simpson go back to, to uh, laying eggs. Yeah, and don't selling eggs. And don't forget, we have a primary, so I need you all to vote for August twenty third. August twenty third is our primary, guys. So let's make sure that we do not let the others in because they will just let Wilton walk in. Is, here, is, is registration the date for the the primary already passed? No, no. registration is thirty days before the election, so we got a whole nother month to register voters. Yeah, register to vote. Become a member of Suncoast Normal. Be good. Be safe. Enjoy the rest of Pride Month. Cheers. Mm-hmm.
This has been The Rotation, and you have been a part of it. You can be a bigger part of it by joining Suncoast Normal. Suncoast Normal is an organization that can help you make the change that we all need. Go to the Suncoast Normal website and become a member, because that is how you become part of the change. You can find The Rotation podcast on both SoundCloud and iTunes. But you can always join us in the rotation at suncoastnormal.org. At that very website, you can join the cannabis movement by becoming a member of Suncoast Normal, gain access to cannabis events, cannabis info, Normal's legal network, and even a free membership to National, all by joining Suncoast Normal. That website, again, is suncoastnorml.org. You can also find us on social media at Suncoast Normal. Uh, find us on both Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And thank you, Gary, and good night. Good night. <laughs>